My name's Taggart. This is Brando. You've tuned into the Brando and the tag and what <laughs> yes! surface? Tough Billing. Let me do it again. My name's Taggart, and this is Brando. Brandon, you've just tuned in. To, let me do it again. Let me get one last time. Okay. <laughs> All right. My name's Taggart, and this is Brandon, and you are tuned in to the Tag and Brando podcast. That's right. Unlike other podcasts, we know the name of this podcast, and you're tuned into it. And <laughs> this was definitely the first time I did this and didn't leave the other ones in the audio recording. I hope you have enjoyed your your Christmas times, your holiday festivities, your family, and that you all had fun together and didn't fight too much. And, uh, Happy New Year. You'll probably listen to this real close to New Year's times when the New Year comes and when people say, I'm nuts. 2022 is just as bad as 2021. That's the thing, man. I mean, it sounds like we're doing this for the first time. But it's the first time this year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are we are getting it getting it going for 2022, mm. 2022, 2022, and um, I don't know. I'm I'm happy. It's you know a new year. We've we we're going along. Well, keeping it, keeping it up. You can't ever say, man. It can't get worse than this. Um, but. Uh, I sure hope it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think we're, uh, I think we're gonna make it. I think we're we're gonna be fine. <laughs> we're gonna make it as, after all. Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, she's no longer with us, though. No, she's, but, no. no. She Dick Van Dyke, it, she though, she made it for a time. Uh, yeah. Dick Van Dyke's still still out there Dude, kicking, still out there dancing. It out. That guy's crazy. Dancing, yeah, exactly. But uh, well, this is uh, as previously stated the tag and Brando podcast. We are going to talk uh, with some things about each other, okay, or some about oh. to each other about some things. Oh, interesting. And <laughs> yeah, we're going to hope they're interesting <laughs> and. Uh, we do a question of the day to, you know, help us just kind of, you know, let our minds play, you know, let our minds just, just roam out there Interesting. and, and just, just, just make, make up their own, their own stuff. Get some, get some new wrinkles in there, you know, yeah. some new gyri. Yeah. And then we're going to, uh, also reach back in our, you know, amygdalas and get that hippocampus going to some triggered memories. And we're, we, we've got a, we've got a good new for you today. We're so newing it up. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So we got the new cause we don't have time for the news and we, uh, we'll, let's just, let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just go. Uh, should we save some extra time for the new? Yeah, Maybe. Cause it's it. I mean, I mean, you're gonna want to hang with us if if you are ready for it. I'm gonna preface it this way: if you are ready for it, you're gonna want to hang with us. Nice. For sure. Nice. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, I liked it. Yeah, little little sizzle. All right, tag. You ready for this question? <laughs> I've been thinking about this question a lot. 
Okay. So hopefully, so, so hopefully you're ready. your question, but I would like to hear your argument first. You, you know, for or against. Oh, if you've thought gotcha. about it a, a lot, I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts first, and then oh. I'll, I'll respond. Oh, okay. If that's cool, interesting. That's 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 fair. Yeah. Why? I mean, why leave it to you to just be like, uh, I'm on the spot. Uh, right. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the question of the day is, should we switch to what is called the International Fixed Calendar, which essentially is a 13-month calendar where every month is exactly 28 days, so none of this, you know, counting your knuckles or you know, 30 days right. past, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's all... Which they're, they're, is still 364 yep. days for those who need the math. Right. So, with that 364, we still need the 365th day. So, there is an extra day that is called in, uh, in the pre- presentation of this called Year Day... And that is essentially a no man's land kind of day where it doesn't fall into a day of the week and it doesn't fall into a date of with a month. So it would basically go uh, December 28th, for lack of a better term of December, uh-huh. uh, or or technically 13th Whatever the month, last month th- is. 20, tw- right. 28th. And then jump, and they go to year day, which is just, hey, it's year day, everybody. And then go to January 1st of the next right. year. So, and everything. Um, and this was proposed by Moses B. Cotsworth, Cotsworth uh, back in 1902. Interesting. Um, sat, sat down, did the math, and then leap days would be extra, like an extra year day. They might tack it on in the summer instead of always being in the winter. So you might get like an extra free day just in the summer and stuff like that. But uh, that's leap days would still be kind of factored in there the same, same uh, frequency. frequency. But just like- yeah. Could be any time, but may, we chose. but you could put, but they could put, they could put it anywhere in the calendar, correct? So here's the thing. Here's the rub. Uh-huh. Here's the sticking point for a lot of these things. You're gonna get the year. The, you're gonna get the same date every. Uh, every year is going to be the same day of the week. For example, if we start the calendar on January 1st uh-huh. and we say it's Sunday, as most people start you know, their calendars on Sundays, every January 1st is a Sunday, every January 2nd is a Monday, and so on and so forth. So... Your birthday in this calendar, as well as Christmas and Halloween and um, every set dated holiday is 
going to be on the same day of the week. So if your birthday's on a Thursday every week or every year, every week, if your birthday is on got, a Thursday every year, born a lot, man. Yep, yeah, that is just how it works. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, and then if you're, you know, so then I would say with this, we could we would definitely be shifting around some holidays. You know, Halloween doesn't have a date now. October 31st doesn't really right. Wouldn't exist. exist. So you'd want so, to throw it so we'd maybe the last day shift of October around. or something. The last day of October would, all, oh, would always be a Saturday because the 28th would always be a Saturday because the new month would always start on a Monday. And most people would like oh, Halloween on a Sunday. Saturday. Yeah. That's true. So Halloween on a Saturday would be good. Right. So that's kind of how it works um, and everything. Uh, the first thing straight out the gate that I would propose with this whole thing uh-huh. is to shift September, October, November, and December back to the rightful places is the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th month, respectively. Or come up with totally new names. Because this whole oh. December is the 12th month bullcrap because of these stupid Caesars just slapping their <laughs> namesakes in the middle of summer is a bunch of crap! <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm partial to, you know, Caesar Augustus. And, you know, because, because, you know, but it's, it's just not in the right place. It's just not doing it for me. And so, um, so I say if we're going to reroute the whole calendar and uproot all these, you know, uh-huh. these things that are on specific days, just shift, just shift everything where it should go, you know. Instead of just tacking number on wise, a, so but then what yeah. would you do? What would you do with July and August? You move that after December. Sure. I mean, so then, yeah. so then July's in like fall. Well, I mean, July is going to be in the spring anyway because with the with the shift, right? Everything by the time you get to July, that's you know seven months, seven times. Like two, maybe three days. So 2.5 is already uh, pretty much half a month. Half to like three-fourths of a month. So it's already shifted a whole, like, you know, whole month back. Just by the fact that we're chopping two days or three days off of almost every month. Right? Except for freaking February. So, um, so that's what I'm saying is everything's going to shift. So just make the names work. Mm. Wait, so... Because... But you're... Okay. <laughs> so, I know I get everything's going to shift, but are you, are you saying that if we move July to behind December, that it would still be in the summer? No. Okay. What I'm saying... I'm What I'm saying is everything's already shifting right. earlier. Right, right, right. So it it doesn't really matter to me that July and August are summer months, you know. It mattered right. to the men who claimed those months 
as their own, but, but they did. you know, but they, they long did. So it, it just right. like, yeah, we can still call it July and August if you want, but they're now month number 11 and 12. And then we'll have another Cogs, Cotsworth month or whatever, whoever Cogsworth whatever person. Well, he's the, whoever he presented it. So gotcha. So he's going to claim the 13th <laughs> yeah. month. Yes, I I don't know, but um, so yeah, so that's that's one of the my big uh, things I would say about it is you know uproot it, arrange it so it makes the if we're gonna do it so it makes sense, make it make sense with the names for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, what are your thoughts so far on it? Well, I guess my biggest thought is well, what happens to the quarter system since every business under the sun? Oh, got it. Uh-huh. Works quarterly, and they look at their quarterly returns, and how does that, you know, stack up to mm-hmm. last year's quarterly returns? You know, how did we do in the second quarter last year? Um, you know, so it's like, do we have still have four quarters? But but one quarter is like the long quarter where you get an extra month in there. Um, I I'm, I guess that wouldn't be that mm-hmm. bad because it's just a way to look at your business at the different times of the year, really, right? Right. So I mean, you could technically it actually might work a little bit better for businesses to just do it as a ninety-one day quarter so it'll be in the middle of a month you know uh-huh. but it's 91 days and then the next 91 days because even still like a quarter i guess kind of balances out but it's aren't some quarters like 90 i mean they're not yeah it's still arbitrary yeah. because the months aren't the same length you know, but they just pick right. three months, three months, three months, three months. So, yeah, I mean, we could still make it whatever we want. And just thinking about it, it might be nicer. It might actually give you better comparative numbers since mm-hmm. all your days are going to land on the same day of the week every year. Right. You know, right. so if you're like, well, so- we had a huge day this day. Because of mm-hmm. whatever other factors, but it's always the same every week. So you would think if those same factors are around it, that, you know, you'd see a big day that day or whatever. Um, exactly. So you would basically, it would be 13, is it 13? Weeks, right? So mm-hmm. it, would be every, it would be 13 weeks, 91 days, and it, you're 100% right. It would be like... Okay, we start out strong on you know Monday, Tuesday, and then we drop off. You know, and you would see a better flux. You could, you like exactly the what you said. You could overlap straight up. Yeah, yeah. And like, and especially with year to year, because like I remember doing stuff in my business where it's like, okay, well, like you know. This thing falls on, you know, a weekend this year. So we're actually, sh- you know, everything shifted a day because, like, you know, shopping days are usually in the weekend. But then we had this holiday on the weekend. So then it shifted everything to Monday. And it just kind of like you couldn't compare as many. It's like, right. You know, 
not as much com- uh, overlap comparison and everything. Whereas you're hundred percent right where it's like, okay, January 1st is January 1st, January 2nd is January 2nd. And I can overlap these graphs right on top of each other. Right. And it's the same day. It's the same, same hol- like holiday and right. everything. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, the, and that would be kind of yeah. cool. You know, you get your 13 month year with your 13 week quarters. Right. It's some kind of yeah. symmetry, some kind of, right. some kind of, uh, synergy going on there. Um, yeah. Interesting. I like the idea of year day a lot as well. And, and, yeah. and that leap year day where every four years you're just like, dude, there's this day. It's not in the week. Is an extra mm-hmm. day. Everyone could be closed because it's like, no, this is a day to like hang and and have a good time or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not losing yeah, your day. I mean, like, it's not an extra day to work. It's mm-hmm. a day to just be like, it's a day, man. And if your day was at the end of the year, it would always be New Year's Eve, which would be kind of cool. Celebrate the old. Mm-hmm. The old year with year day, and then we're into the new mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every year day, but <laughs> you know, I think. <laughs> Thanks, it's, <I'm> screwed. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it. I think having every non-essential thing closed is great. Right. You know. And and everything like, I think more and more things are losing their luster because more businesses are deciding to be open, which means more people have to work, which means more uh, other businesses feel they need to be open to either compete or to support those workers, you know, because it's like, oh, well... If I have to go into work and I can't get a coffee because the coffee place isn't open or like, you know, it's like if everybody was just kind of, nope, this is, this is it. If you're essential, you work at a hospital or you work at a right public works or something like that, or you're a police officer, you know, all power to you. We love you guys, but everybody else and as many people as those can, can take time off, please do. Right. You know, right. Uh, but yeah, so I think, cause the other, the other compromise for people, if they really need it, is to make, <laughs> make, make year day a day of the week. So then it does shift the calendar. So yeah, if you want the calendar, you know, shift. Well, right. Yeah. So then your birthday, you know, every similar to like how it is now, you know, you're getting a, you're getting a Saturday birthday every once in a while. Kind of right, thing. right. But, but I mean, like, that's the thing is I think, and I, I mean, I don't want to make us sound like some robotic kind of heartless whatever, but like having, having the consistency, I think people would just plan it better in general. They're like, right. my birthday always falls on a Monday. So I always do stuff the Saturday before, you know, and I'm going to I'm right. plan that out. Right. You could totally do yeah. that or you're just like, oh, I just mm-hmm. always take that Monday off. I don't even care. Bye. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, mine falls on a Saturday, but actually, like, 
kind of sucks because nobody, you know, you know, you know, nobody wants to come because of Saturdays, whatever. I don't know. Right. Depends on your friends. <laughs> your friends suck. Yeah. Suck. Strange yeah, guy. Nobody wants, nobody wants to come to my birthday. <laughs> you got better things to do but, on a Saturday, man. But yeah, I think... Uh, it would be, it would be crazy though, because I mean, now that the majority of the world is on the Gregorian calendar and everything, and uh-huh. you know, people, people are pretty set up on, on that. Because yeah, like, what do we do with birthdays on the thirtieth first? The you know, the 29th, the thirtieth, the thirty first, right? Do they shift to the next month? You know, like, yeah. do they shift to... Because, I mean, it's not just a celebration thing. It is now legally and verifiably difficult, right? Oh, that's a fair point. I would think you know, legally what they would have to do is they would have to count the days of the week or the days of the year that would then correspond with your year of birth mm-hmm. and what day that would land on now in the new calendar. So you're born on the 110th day of the year in 1961. So that's now whatever it is, September 3rd. Right. I had to do a lot of like fake math like <laughs> i was like well i already it's like, it's like well, I totally no, that's, that's it. actually pretty bad because because <laughs> i'm only like i'm only we're only in the second quarter and i'm already throwing september out there which is definitely not right but i was like sitting there i'm like well I, it's like i have to throw it's like it's like i can't say it's july because we've already pushed july july is out man july is pushed to the end <laughs> But I think that would be a yeah. fair thing because then mm-hmm. basically everyone's birthday is getting shifted around unless mm-hmm. it's, you know, in the first, uh, you know, 28 days of January, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone else has to change. Right. And it's, uh, right. you know, a fair thing, I guess. And. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just when you would celebrate, I guess, because legally that was still the calendar that we use. So legally your birthday would still be the 31st of August, 1978 or whatever, because in Mm -hmm. 78, that's the calendar we used. So, but yeah, but I, but I mean, then it would just be, I think, I think you'd have to. I mean, it's sad to say, but you kind of have to just reassign people's birthdays. But why? Yeah, you can... Well, because, like, like, you know, I guess, you know, if if you're 21, for instance, like, if you're turning 21, Uh and you're having, you know, like, a drink or something like that, it's like, well, mine's like the 31st of July. It's like, well, first of all, there is no 31st of July. And secondly, right. it's, that's always, that's, you know, that's three months from now, you know, or four months from now. And it's just like, you no, know, well, it, it's now, 
like it's the you know, two hundred and fifth day or whatever it is. Right. It's like, ah, ah. So I think everybody so, would have to kind of adapt. And yeah, I see backtrack. that. There's not a ton. Of, I mean, it would only There'd affect for it, people you know? that would be younger. I guess you know where your birthday changes. You know what laws basically you can <laughs> take advantage of: driving, right. drinking, whatever it is. But I mean, um, like. You're a senior citizen at 65, so, I mean, kind of, anyway. Well, that's true. It, it, that's true. So, yeah, yeah it, you would have to, I mean, so it's whatever you'd want to do, basically, I think. You, you you could have a legacy birthday or a Julian birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Gregorian birthday, whatever it is, though. Right. And then you could right. have a Cogsworthian birthday, mm-hmm. you know, with the new calendar, or you could just have a birthday, which is the num the day of the year mm-hmm. that it is. Yeah, and which I think I think that w- right. I think that's kind of how we would have to explain it to people. Just right. like you said, is we'd have to be like, well, you were born on the you know, because then it would also like help with like people born on leap days or people born right. on year day, <laughs> you know, and stuff right. like that. Like you were born on the 365th day of the year. So your birthday is year day, you know, right. like you were born on December 31st, but technically that is now. Well, yeah. Now year day, year day doesn't the- have a, mm-hmm. a date. So you just have to say year day. <laughs> 2043 and it would always exactly and so so yeah so you would basically everybody would get a new passport or whatever and at the at the beginning it would say you know it would say the old birthday because people would have a hard time remembering uh-huh. it would say the day the 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 day like the count day so right you know the 50th day the 261st day of the year and then it would have the new Cotsworth birthday you know equivalent December December 15th or whatever it is yeah oh that's brutal (laughs) but I think that's the way to do it that would take a little bit to get used to but I it would be interesting Mm -hmm. to see which one of those would take uh, uh would be the popular use one I almost think the day of the mm-hmm. year might be like they just right. start labeling calendars with the day of the month, but also the day of the year. So you're just like, oh, right. this is my birthday. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I think that would be. I think that'd be way cool. I never thought of it actually that way, but yeah, just kind of say like, because I I couldn't tell you what count no. my birthday is. I'd have to figure no, it I'd out. I never thought of that either. But yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I'm interested. What day in the year would that have been? Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so yeah, so I think, um, yeah, we'd rearrange birthdays, we'd rearrange holidays, and it would just basically be some bill, some committee would sit down and think about it and say, like, well, I mean – Let's be honest. The religious significance of this is technically not tied to the day, you know, right. because most religious holidays are 
fluctuating, you know? Right. <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of, re- I shouldn't say most, but a lot of the religious holidays that I can think of, including like, you know, Hanukkah and Easter and um, even like Ramadan and stuff like that, aren't they all fluctuating and stuff? And I think so, like, yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's kind of like okay, well, we, you can either go by the I don't even know how that would work too, because like for instance, isn't Easter like the first or the something after the full moon of new moon or something like that, like the first Sunday after the new moon or some craziness? Uh, uh. And so it, it would be interesting because. The, the lunar cycle would be fairly consistent as well. So you would kind of know, because the new lunar cycle is 28 days, so you would kind of know, like, every... I, I don't know if it stacks up, depending on when we start this right. whole thing, but, like, the 7th would always be, like, a full moon. And then, like, the uh, 21st would be, like, the new moon kind of a thing so you would always know the lunar cycle yeah so it would always be <laughs> interesting so yeah it mm-hmm. it's always so what does it say it's always held between the Sunday between March 22nd and 25th um And the, I don't know, it doesn't say, what are, this website I'm looking at doesn't say, oh, it's celebrated on the first Sunday after the full moon that occurs mm-hmm. on or just after the spring equinox. So, it's, it's still a pretty arbitrary day because it goes on the moon cycle, which is not in a, you know, in an earth cycle. So, it... It's mm-hmm. whatever the full moon is on or after spring equinox. So that's right. Yeah, that's kind of a weird way to choose a day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's thinking what, uh, thinking yeah, in yeah, a calendar that, term, you're just like, what? What? Well, just make it spring equinox because that happens right same time every year. The same time, basically. Right. Um, you can. You can set your stones to it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's... Well, and that's... That would be my vote for Christmas as well, just in general. Like, it stems... The the time of year stems from the uh, winter solstice. Right. And it's four days off the winter solstice. And so it's just like, well, Christmas is about the same time of year. Does Does it matter that it's the 25th? No. Right. Like, is that have that date have any significance? No, because again, A, this calendar system didn't exist two thousand years ago. No. And B is there evidence that, you know that Jesus was born on that? In no, December? It points no. to very different <laughs> right. Yeah. Very different very different time of year. And so I think and yeah, like in a lot of the other ones, like I said, the calendars fluctuate and stuff like that so you can either create a similar 
movement for them where it's like, right. well, yes, after the spring equinox and the full moon and blah, 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 blah. Or you could just be like, yeah, it's the third Sunday of whatever. Right. You know? So. Well, and that would be the nice thing uh, about that is that, you know, um, they would happen the same day every year. Mm-hmm. Especially if you put the leap year day next to year day. So it's just like a double year day. Right. Because then it, you know, it, it's still the same day every year in the same place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Well, no, because you can have leap day in the middle of summer, let's say. Um, and, I mean, heck, I'd be even down to freaking put the or year day on the uh, winter solstice, you know, just chump that thing, you know, back a week and a half. Oh or so. yeah, no, yeah, and just regular year day. If you're sticking just year day somewhere, then yeah, it's the same mm-hmm. day every year. But I'm talking about the leap year day, adding in the um, a right. secondary one. Right, but you could do that in summer if you wanted. It would just be whatever we're going to let's say um if it's you know may or i guess we'd be at yeah uh, what is halfway september is the middle right ish <laughs> yeah it'd be whatever yeah so it would be it would be may or no it would be june 28th uh-huh. leap day and then september uh September first, and so it would also not have a week or a month. Well, so I understand. It would just give you, I understand that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then, do we count that as a day of that year? Because would that then mess up your birthday day? Say, if I was born on the two hundred ninety first day oh, of the year, if we stick yes. that in the metal, now it's two ninety two. Even though gotcha. we're making okay. up that extra time day. With the leap year, right. like that's what that is. Um, wow, we just need to we just need to slow the Earth down just a little bit, just so we can know, speed it up. So we can lose speed that it up extra a little bit. day, <laughs> lose leap day. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I see what you're saying. So yeah, you would want it as a double day. For yeah, sure. I mean, I think yeah, yeah. Because then, uh, then that also would no, it wouldn't shift the days of the week because we can just say it's a not a day of the week. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about birthdays if we're thinking of the birthday day. Right. Well, it kind of, it kind of gives the leap day problem to a new set of individuals. Right. Because if you were born on a leap day, that's what? The 60th day? Of the year, right? Uh huh. And if leap day is not that day, not the sixtieth day, then you you would just have your birthday would just be whatever March sixth or whatever it is, right? Day would be right. Yeah, like yeah. And so then fast forward to the end of the year to the December 31st birthdays uh-huh. 
of that of people who were born in a leap year now would be celebrating their birthday the 300 because they would be born on the 366th day of the year so they would technically now have their birthday on leap day and so they would basically it's just like well you can either celebrate every four years on leap day or you can celebrate august or whatever what do we call it cotsworth you know 28th (laughs) (laughs) or year or year day or year day probably year day because it would be like that would make more sense to line it with the year day day we just get all the because it'd be the last day yeah on year day it would be the last day of the year yeah Exactly. So you would just like, well, I'm born on New Year's Eve. Well, now you're born on Leap Day, Sonny. <laughs> so, yeah, good. You know, all the people that like, oh, I was born on Leap Day. It's like, well, nope. Now you're just a normal person with a March birthday, and you, my friends, are now all in this new category. You are the thirty three hundred sixty sixers. Right, the three sixty sixers. Sixers, yeah. Wow, interesting. So, uh, you know, email us in. When's your birthday? How would this affect you in in your you know in your job or your um, you know right. celebrations and stuff? What what day would you want to have as your day of the week birthday? What holidays should we put where? And we'll get the we'll get the petition started. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was more interesting um, <laughs> than I thought it might be, actually. There's a yeah, lot of questions. A lot of weird math. There's a, there's a lot of <laughs> fine-tuning that could be done in the calendar. Just thinking mm-hmm. about it now, our calendar is pretty wonk for everybody to be <laughs> like, this is what we're doing, and this is how we understand time. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That leap day is actually real problematic. Yeah. Well, I was explaining Leap Day to somebody at work, the whole, um, well, we do a Leap Day every four years, but we don't do it every hundred years because it's technically 364.24, like, nine, eight or something like that, or uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. But we do have to do it every... 400 years again so we we don't do it every or sorry we don't do it every 100 years but we do have to do it every thousand or every 800 years and like it's or like this whole like we do do it we don't do it we do do it we don't do it kind of like because we had a leap day in 2000 yeah Yeah. just to make it fine-tuned and and all that kind of stuff and they're like why do we do it like that it's like well because then if we didn't have leap day then you would you know, the calendar would just start going around the year, basically. You would have... Right, know, Chris, it would take would a while, but it's just New like, Year's... Yeah, we don't... You'd have New Year's in summer, and so on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's because there's too many hours in actual days, right? I mean, it's just we're, mm. we're bleeding hours in the actual physical rotation year that we well, have to factor in. Well, is that how it works? No, yeah, it's no, it's actually because because it's it's a. I mean, I'm not an astrophysicist at all. The way I understand it 
is like the earth is you know rotating around its axis completely independently of the rate that it goes around the sun right so it's they're not tidally locked like right. the moon so it doesn't really matter like it it doesn't like you know we could be like freaking mercury and just spin in like a freaking top or whatever but the other thing is the earth actually since it's moving around the sun at the same time as it's rotating we actually have to over rotate so our days our hours are actually counting from sun up to sun down not from how we go around in a circle because we go around in a circle but we've also moved right. in space so we're, we're actually getting more sunlight than we would have if we were just like yeah so it's this it's a right. weird complicated problem so yeah it's it's you know noon happens when the sun is highest in the sky in Greenwich you know that is kind of our Line in the sand, almost literally, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Our, our, our meridian in the sand of just saying, like, this is how we're tracking time. Don't get, don't at me. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't at me, solar system. We know it's Jack, all right? When we send people to the International Space Station, they don't give a crap about uh, any of that. We're just going off of cesium atoms at that point. You right. know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, we're just, a, we're just kind of lucky that it's fairly consistent because, I mean, it could be. Oh, like, yeah, dude. could be way yeah. crazier. Just the yeah. fact that, you know, we have to make up or, you know, a full day every four years that we're not accounted for. It's, you know, it's not as bad as it could be, for sure. Right. Because think about it. Think about it if we were, like, more, um, if we were more kind of like a comet where we sped up and then whipped around the sun right. and then slowed down and then just got pulled back in and whipped around again. Because, yeah, then it would just be like, our days would just be this like, oh, the, we're, all the we're, on, the fir- we're on the fast days. Yeah, right. exactly. We're on, it's like these, these days, you know, summer days are fast. <laughs> like, literally, they're only <laughs> 17 hours yeah, long exactly. versus, like, these winter 35-hour days freaking suck. <laughs> <laughs> My kids don't know when to go to sleep. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. No, it's. It, it's. I mean, we're 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 pretty good where we are, and we we kept track of it. But in keeping track of it, people are just shoving months where they don't belong. And, uh, <laughs> we've and they're just, yeah, we've and been keeping track of it, but we let a few <laughs> things slip by. <laughs> I know. And then all of a sudden, we're like, oh, like. Why, well, I want a 31-day... Like That's, I guess, the thing that weirds me out the most about the calendar is like the 31 versus the 30 versus February 28. Yeah, we should just do like, some research where on why, yeah, why did How did that work? Because it's not like yeah. they're even lining up with the first day of the seasons. Like, Yeah. So why did we care that some had some and others didn't? And you know it, it. It's like. Did they oh, just okay, try well, to get it as close to thirty days every month as possible? But then they're like, "But it's three hundred and sixty-five, so we gotta add a couple." 
in a few places. We'll sprinkle them in, but, but then like, Feb- but why but is then February like, get boned? Yeah, like we could have added yes. them to February. Instead, we added them to other <laughs> months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll get back to you on that, but oh, um, but yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So well, we're for this. We're, I think is what I, we came about. You know what? I'm not against it. I think that I I thought I would be more against it. Hearing like. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts about it and stuff, and they're like, but come on, like, it's tradition. But, uh, you know, it's tradition has not once, been a good read, argument once to you me read for that. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Once you read that it's the the sun, or the or first new moon after the solstice of this. Yeah, I was that, like, well, like that's oh, okay. A, that's a, knowing, knowing what we know now, that's a real bad way to keep track of that. <laughs> Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So we're 45 in. Um, Good. (laughs) We really want to get to this new. What do you think? I think we should just go to it. I think we... Yeah, I think, yep, we will will get triggered memories. You know, they're there. They're just... We'll get back to them. Yeah. And we're not going to forget them. No. These are... No, every now and good, then you definitely memories. we're definitely going to be triggered to think about a memory. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, what's our new then? Well, our new is okay. So I guess this we should start with the disclaimer. Should we start with the disclaimer? <laughs> I think it's alert. It's a it's alert. An alert is what the okay. This is the alert. <laughs> You have been warned. If you have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home, the mm. the podcast is over for you. Please go. <laughs> Watch we, it. We, we, for one, do not want to spoil it for you. But for two, nothing's going to stop us from talking about this right now. So yeah. so stop so and watch it. Please That's all we can be say. warned and go come back and listen to it after you have seen it. Um, mm-hmm. We're not holding back. We have not talked to each other at all about this movie. And so we're using this platform to do that. So also don't add us about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, at us, we love engagement, you know, but yeah. we're just not going to feel bad about it. Yeah, we'll probably <laughs> want to talk about it more, so bring your comments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, this is Spoiler Zone, and I, don't, I, I mean, we talked about the thing spoilers. Go back and listen to that podcast if you care about the actual terminology for spoilers. Right. But, oh my good. Gracious, Kevin Feige is my absolute hero. I don't even know where to start talking about this <laughs> now that there's been some separation from when it happened to now. Right. Um, right. What? We, how, should we just try to like go through the movie? <laughs> like start at the beginning. So, so, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start even before the movie. Do it. Okay. Go. go go go. Hit us with the rumors. Okay. A little no, a little bit of backstory for you. Okay. This and this and this goes along with like the whole spoilers and everything like that. 
So, Taggart and I are huge Spider-Man fans from from birth. Like, from the get-go. I yes. mean, he is our, our, you know, most identifiable, like, superhero. And yes. we've read comics, we've watched TV shows. Dude, they were roll-licking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> roll-licking red, baby. I mean, we watched... Like, the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire came out, like, at the perfect time for us. <laughs> like... Oh, dude. Realistically. Like, Spider-Man 1 came out when we were in high school. Right. And it was it was perfect. I mean, it was us in high school. Everything we would have wanted to be, except for the fact that he his webs came out of his body instead of his hand instead of his web shooters like all like anyway but we'll give but like that. yeah we'll get to that <laughs> but and then and then spider-man 2 comes out and like i was out of the country and couldn't watch it and i just remember watching a trailer for it that was muted and it just blew my freaking mind <laughs> like seriously yeah. just seeing somebody mouth the words peter parker was i was like oh my gosh and then spider-man 3 comes out and we are there we are there day one day one midnight let's day, go yes yes and the quote from the movie manager is how I feel about people who are listening to this podcast who have not seen it. Where he, he tells everybody, he's like, take out your cell phones. <laughs> now turn them off because everybody who loves you should be sitting next to you. And it was the, like, best. We had, we had like, comics to read, like, in line for this movie. We had uh, theme music you know to bring us in there was trivia we won stuff it was like magic yeah. it was so good yeah and that that's just a preface like how much we're just like oh my gosh this franchise needs needs to be the best it needs to be the best okay now let's talk about the movie <laughs> itself oh my gosh So, I mean, the fact, okay, the fact that this has straddled the line of, like, the MCU, and now that we're pulling back to the original with freaking J. Jonah Jameson. Right. Was amazing. Was amazing. Like... He was so good in this. He was so good. I can't even remember his name right now. What is his name? Uh, J.K. Simmons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, you like yeah. asked the question and his name left my brain. <laughs> I was like, ah, right. I could almost grab yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, just the fact now that they were setting this up at the end of the second movie because mm -hmm. when he's outed, mm -hmm. there's, there's Jonah right there. Freaking JJJ 
spitting the Spider-Man's the Meta story from the end of the second movie. And right. I don't think any of us realized how much that was setting up this by bringing him back. But you're like, well, that's cool. They're bringing him back. But, uh, it's a, yeah, so it's a uh, parallel universe. Freaking to J. Jonah. Yeah. Jameson. To the original, to the, to the, uh, hair, the, uh, the buzz, buzz top, buzz, right. buzz cut. Yeah. The flat top. That's what I want. Yeah. We got flat top JJJ. <laughs> I love JJJ. That is the freaking best. It's the best. I love JJJ. <laughs> um, flat top JJJ from, you know, Toby, um, Sam Raimi universe. Right. And then we get, and everything, we get, uh, bald JJJ. Um, so, I mean, he was done so well in the fact that he's like, like podcast, not podcast. He's basically podcasting from his house, yeah. right? From the at the beginning, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he gets the he gets this juicy story, and he like either comes into work or he now has like an office and like the weight of like his his full you know um, you know full uh, media machine behind him. You know, it right. just seemed like he would be some kind of conspiracy. You just, know, like took nut. off. With yeah. the Spider-Man's a meta story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, this, like, and like Mysterio's like, this is the only guy that will publish this, you know? And <laughs> right. he like sends it to him and he's just like, Spider-Man, a menace. And then it's just like, and now he's like, sweet. Now I have all this money because I have all, I had the, the um, exclusive with Mysterio and now I'm sitting here in this new office. <gasps> And everything was was awesome. So, um, what what did you feel um, about uh, getting getting Doctor Strange involved in everything? Come on, perfect. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, so there's a couple things, right? Doctor Strange originally was done by the artist that originally did Spider-Man, Steve Ditko. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so in in effect, having him in this story pays homage to the original artist. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it also has a touch of uh uh Oh, what's the name of the stupid story, comic storyline? Um, Which one? So, uh, Secret Wars? No. One more day. One more, one more day. Oh, one more day. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course. Oh, I hate that one. (laughs) But yeah. That was in my, uh, cause that was, I mean, I guess that was a little while ago now. Uh, but when that came out, I read them, and oh, buddy boy, did I hate that storyline. Um, <laughs> well, okay, but, okay, so that's, I mean... We won't have to get into, we won't my, get too we much won't get into it too much, if, if, but the whole point yeah. of the storyline is that Aunt May is dying. 
and that uh, again, and that <laughs> Peter wants to. He's been he's shared his um, identity, his identity as an Avenger. At this point, he shared his identity. Mm-hmm. To not have to live a double life, but then everybody he loved started to pay the price for it, and Aunt May was targeted, and that's why she was dying, basically. So he's like, oh man, if they if nobody knew who I was, like, this wouldn't have happened, and like, someone saved my Aunt May, and then... Aunt May has been a hundred years old for a thousand years. Dude, she's... Died so many times. <laughs> she, uh, she she was she she was so old in the sixties. I know <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. I know. Anyway, continue. So so <laughs> like, there is a parallel stop there. Trying to save Aunt May. Right, there is a parallel there with the Aunt May storyline in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Um, but he's already like done the damage. Mm-hmm. More or less. Anyways, so yeah, but Mary Jane forgets who he is, and then they're not married anymore. Right. Totally retcons their marriage, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. So, anyways, but yeah, uh, but in the comic, he goes he to Doctor Strange. A devil. Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes to Doctor Strange, and and he's like, I can't do anything to help you with that. He's like, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks anyway, Steven. Still weird. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, no, I liked I liked that he was in it. What, what did you think? Well, I think... It, it does for me a little bit of what you get criticized... All, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe gets criticized for all the time with the independent movies is, like... Where are the Avengers when all these little side side quests are going? Uh-huh. You know, like it, the, people can fly around the world or dimensional travel or ring sling ring themselves around. Uh-huh. You know, like like why are we always like on our own in between Avengers films, right? And right. so, um, so I think this this was good because it made it a little buddy movie it it and it and it did something too where you could pit two avengers let's call them like two heroes against each other well for a little bit right right which is fun you know it's 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 fun and so i just want to jump to that part of it real quick and when um it did for me with Peter something that, like, you don't see a like you didn't see all the time in in some of the other movies and stuff like that, where it shows that he is he is exceptional in a couple of ways: one, in his spider ability, and two, in just his thought process processes right. to solve kid. problems. Right, right, and so he, the fact that he he, he, like when Strange knocks him out of his um, of his body, you know, uh-huh. into the astral plane, 
but then his spider sense is still active enough to move the box. Right. And Strange is like, what? You, you, you shouldn't be able to do this. I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. He's not, his genetics are not normal. <laughs> and so right. It's just like, he, you know, Hulk just dropped to the ground and Spider-Man's like, nope, I can still react. Like, I can still react. Like, my faculties are still capable of this in a way that we don't understand. And then he swims back to his body and then they fight. And then he, he's amazed and, you know, overwhelmed at the same time. Right. Um, with the mirror dimension. Right. But then he's just like, it's geometry. You're great at geometry. And it just reminds me of, um, did you ever make those, um, things in like elementary middle school where you took like a like a graph uh-huh. and you I plotted the points and then you, you, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you draw you draw straight lines but it makes a curve right uh-huh. you know <laughs> that is exactly what I thought of when he's he's like he's like oh these are fractals like you it's geometry you're great at geometry and then just like and just trap strange in that exact same like straight lines make a curve on like you know all i was like that is freaking amazing like that was the coolest way to freaking do that and even though strange is also arguably a genius you know right he just um like peter's just book smart (laughs) you know and he just can do stuff like that um so i thought that whole exchange between the two of them in their like little battle and stuff like that was very well done in the fact that it just sh- it showed off you know that that element for them so right but yeah if you don't know what i'm talking about and i'm glad you do because that is like the freaking coolest thing i was like yeah, oh my god <laughs> uh yeah but yeah i think strange was great except his hair was weird his his uh, wig was his wig was not great. great. Yeah, it was at the beginning, yeah. it yeah. got it did get better, but that first scene, right. you're like, "Ooh, that's mm-hmm. not that's not great." Um, <laughs> right. So uh, okay, so, so the, yeah, go ahead. No, go 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 go. So I mean, we don't have to like drag out like the plot and all that kind of no. stuff, but like, okay, so we get we're like fast forward a little bit, I think to. Like Doc Ock, uh-huh. like first first appearance here. Like, I mean, there's the whole MIT storyline, blah 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 blah. But like, um, like yeah, freaking Doc. Like, okay, when he when Strange, I'm just gonna say this in the MIT thing. He's like, you didn't call the admissions office and ask him to plead your case. He's like, you can do that. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I never would have thought of that. Like, how many kids think like, oh, like you know, like it's. It's kind of up to your, I don't know, like, that's more of, like, what a parent would do, I guess. Right. You know what I mean? To say, like, well, maybe we can appeal this or something, you know? But it's just, yeah, it just seems like I would not have thought of that. Like, if I got rejected from a school, it's like, well, they made the decision. Like, they're they're adults. They're grownups. Right. I can't really fight this. You know? Like, Strange, who's got multiple medical, multiple degrees... Would be like, like yeah, like I'm be... on admission boards, you know, right. I can be swayed, yeah. But it's like, oh, I didn't know that you could do that, <laughs> yeah. But, 
Um, but yeah, so he's, uh, so Doc Ock, such a good fight. Oh, so yeah. good. Like, on par with Toby and the train and everything. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, but, um, the, the fact that the nanobots took over the arms and then he had control over it, that, that was a flip I did not see coming. No. That was a twist. Cause like, in the trailer, it made it look like, oh, he, he steals your nanotech and now he's even stronger. So I thought it was a kind of a cool way to, to mute him, I guess quickly. Right. But, but it was definitely very interesting. I I love that where it's just like pairing to new device. (laughs) It's like, wait, what? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it was, it's very, the Bluetoothness of it was so good. (laughs) But, um, so, um, so it, it raises a lot of good questions and stuff like that of the history of these people with each other uh-huh. because like, um, when Doc Ock recognizes, um, Norman Osborn, right? Right. Here's the thing. Norman Osborn was never outed as the Goblin in the Remy universe, correct? Oh, right. But you gotta think that you know, Otto Oct- Dr. Otto Octavius, who then goes and works for Oscorp, is like Oh, this was definitely Norman Osborn. <laughs> like he has to put it together. Right. <laughs> Cuz the Green Goblin shows up when Norman Osborn gets fired. His board of directors he kills, right? Right. And then a week ish, well, I guess there's Thanksgiving in the middle. No, <laughs> a month later he dies and the green goblin doesn't show up anymore right so norm or so so otto has definitely figured out that it's norman osborne like if not like in the papers and jonah jjj throwing throwing the names out there and stuff like that it would definitely be like uh okay th- this guy you know there's there's problems at his lab and then these people die, and then he disappears, or he dies, and this disappears. That's Norman Osborn. Boom. Right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, because I thought about it, I was like, "Wait, did, how did he know?" And I'm like, "Oh, he would have figured it out." <laughs> like guaranteed. Dude, I like um, that. I yeah. had not, I had <laughs> yeah. not gone down that. Mm-hmm. He might not know that he he was killed with the glider. Right. But um, unless. Bernard is just telling everybody after the right. <laughs> telling him everybody but Harry after his death, <laughs> right? But but he doesn't tell Harry until right. the third movie. Everyone else Doc knew, but he was like, <laughs> he was the Goblin. Yeah, and Harry's like, like I'm dying. not happy, Dying's. Harry, any longer. Yeah, 
I took a grenade to the face, dude! <laughs> to, to quote how it should have ended. <laughs> but, <laughs> so yeah, so I thought Alfred Mulaney, so good. It's just such a great. good choice. I mean, in the original, so good. He's just such a good, like, happy, jolly mentor, and I'm going to mess you up, you know, kind right. of kind of figure so but uh let's go we'll say we'll save goblin what what how, how did uh what do you think of electro now versus uh am or asm2 uh i mean <sighs> the hot garbage pizza that was <laughs> it's like a hot circle of garbage <laughs> amazing spider-man 2 there was some points of it that i really liked but the arc of the villains was a poop poop um <laughs> right it was not good like i've said this to a thousand people but literally one second they're talking to each other they're like man isn't spider-man a great guy so the next scene, basically, like, we should kill him. Uh, <laughs> good development. Um, mm-hmm. I liked him better. I mean, how could you not? Um, oh, Jamie, so good in this movie. Yeah. The, <sighs> yeah, like I said, his arc in that movie is, it's just too rushed and it's not built well. Mm-mm. And you well, almost don't like right. him from the beginning, right? He's he's not an endearing. Okay, so like, if we want to compare him just a little bit to uh, Edward Nigma right. from Batman Forever, right. where he, Batman Forever, you you see him try. And have a good idea, and Batman just shuts him down with with a weak, you know, like oh, it, you're gonna control people's minds, you right. know. And then you see him seethe about it. You see him grow. You see him start out small and and get more and more until he becomes this crazy, over the top Jim Carrey. I am a god, or a god am I, or whatever. Right. Versus this, like. It's like the same story, but not right. developed half as good right. as that. So it's right, yeah. And his this Jamie Fox, who I'm sorry, you can't put Jamie Fox in a white shirt and tie, and he not look freaking jacked. I don't care how big the gap in his teeth are and how bad his comb over is. You you can't put jacked Jamie no, Foxx to make him look like some scrawny... It yeah. didn't work well. Like, you would have had to do a whole, like, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. like, body swap on the man. Um, right. To, and instead, to make the nerd look work it just right. didn't, it didn't really work but instead they they did the other they swung the door in the other direction where they made him glow blue and there it's like okay we'll just you know he, he doesn't need to be ripped then you know like right i mean jamie fox is good in this movie but he was not the best choice i think back then and everything but this movie i mean let's not just brag on 
like sorry amazing spider-man sorry amazing spider-man no, fans it's it's both it's both it's both of us but like talk about how good jamie fox is in this one right i mean even his quips are just like yes this is what jamie fox is great for where he's like right. we're not going to talk about that i'm just standing here naked <laughs> like <laughs> you know <laughs> and like just little things like that where you're like yes this is a jamie fox character not this right. nerdy weirdo that is poorly written and badly costumed but his his arc pardon the pun in nice. this movie <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> with the arc reactor and everything i mean bringing the arc reactor in makes so much sense for him oh yeah dude because because it's like, like and i get clean it energy well, i feel all this clean energy mm-hmm. it's different because i was like what is he I was like, what is he talking about? Why would that be Like, it's be just different? electricity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just electricity and stuff, but he's like, no. Like, once he sees that arc reactor, I'm like, I get it. Because there is no Tony Stark in these other places that right. has done, you know, this. to the level that this Tony Stark has. And so it's definitely that he, he knows the arc reactor will give him, you know, boundless power and everything like that. Right. So, yeah, it was it was that was a good get. That was a good. I don't I don't know who sat down and thought we should give him the arc reactor. That kudos to you. Uh, very good smart person. Good tie good, in. Good and yes, just amped his character up. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're you, good. You see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then his his whole back and forth with Sandman was so freaking good yeah 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 <laughs> it's just like you gotta watch where you fall in what you fall into because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sandman even sandman he's like fell into a particle accelerator it's just like <laughs> oh that was so well, good that's one of the best things about this movie is that oh yeah we don't have to set up any of these characters you, mm-hmm. if you're with us at this point you've probably seen all the other ones Mm-hmm. So we can pull, and that's what makes some of the comics great too. It's one of the best mm-hmm. things about it. You got this back catalog that they can pull things from, and if you're in the know, you're like, "That's amazing." And if you're not in the know, it's it doesn't really take away from mm-hmm. the piece. You know what I mean? But they had so many of those in this movie. That you're just like, that's a callback, that's a callback, that's a callback, that's Mm -hmm. a callback. That's a redemption callback, which we had a lot of in this movie. (laughs) And you're just like, yes! Um, Because this is the thing. It makes this, I mean, speaking of Electro, it and Lizard a little bit, uh right? It makes me want to go back and watch them. Right. Which... I had very little intention to do before this movie. I was like, I've seen them a couple of times. I'm good. I could watch the Sam Raimi ones. I have two copies of Spider-Man 2. I have Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 2.1, which has like a couple of weird deleted scenes where JJJ wears the Spider-Man costume and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I am am like all for special editions, whereas... Whereas Amazing Spider-Man, okay, yeah, like, but 
I liked uh, like the first even... one pretty pretty well, but mm-hmm. the second one, well, you, yeah. I, you, and, and for the listeners here, you guys have to understand, I am the easiest person to buy into your universe. <laughs> like seriously, right. like uh, you're pointing out some of these plot holes just now that I'm like, I didn't catch that at all. Like I am right. the easiest person to buy into your universe. Like, if it's in all engaging, I'm like, oh, what's this? That's crazy. Oh, I didn't see that coming. You're like, how did you not see that coming? It was so broadcast. I was like, I don't know. I'm just in it, man. But I walked away from Spider-Man 2 going, oh, man, did you? Come on now. I mean, I came away saying the best thing you did in that movie was let Gwen die. Like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only good part of that movie. It sucks. I know. So anyways, but I liked, I always liked, I always liked Andrew. I think Mm -hmm. Andrew is a great actor and I liked him as Spider-Man. So I wanted, I wanted to like those movies. And like I said, I liked the first one. Uh, but, mm-hmm. oh, man. Anyway. Okay, so the so the lizard, right? The Speaking lizard. The first one. Yes, yes. The lizard. Like, um, the, the thing about it is that banter in the cells. Yes. Between, even, it's like, this guy, Tried to like, turn everybody into a lizard. Like he's just like ragging on him a little <laughs> bit. And then I mean, he does. I I like the thing where he asked, where he's just like, because uh, you know, Norman or uh, Doc Ock talks uh-huh. about how Norman died and everything, and he's like, um, um, his name's not Max. That's Sandman. What is Electro's no name? Is it? no, you're right. It is Max. Max Dillon. Yeah, right. What's and then Flint Marco? Whoa, yeah, Max Dillon and Flint, Flint Marco. Marco. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Max, he's like, Max, did I die? Like, I mean, it's like these people are just like accepting, like you know, like we're in the this very weird place. There's magic apparently, and it's right. just like he's like, did I die? He's like, did I die? <laughs> like, what what happened? You know, and um, and yeah, just I mean, I just want to go back and watch that scene where they're all in the in the in Doctor Strange's little place because it's it's just so good. I mean even the thing where it's just like, is that is that an evil tree? No, that's a tree. (laughs) 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 Um is just is just super, super good because they they're figuring it out. And then you know, jump to how Norman and I mean we can come back to his whole arc and everything in a minute. But how they're trying to figure this, how the, how this is going to work, and all this kind of different stuff, and I'm like, you have three PhDs just in these cages. Oh yeah, right. Like, you know, you ha- like from Doc Connors to Doc Ock to um, like Doctor Osborne. Like, yeah, if they're down to help, they are going to help because that is right. The, three geniuses right there you know and so i thought when they were just talking about it's like well i am a bit of a scientist myself and and you know you know Otto wasn't on board at that point but i mean like it's like heck yeah man (laughs) like 
everybody's everybody's on board. Let's do this. And so I thought that was great. I thought Thomas Hayden Church as, you know, non-corporeal Sandman was like getting dust, getting dirt on the couch and everything. Uh-huh. Like just like all, all the little, just the little things are just so well just done. So, so well done. Just the writers are just sitting there. They're just talking about it. They're just in a room, just thinking about it and uh-huh. just being like, what would these people say to each other? It's like, well, he would say, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, you turn everybody into a, like what? Turn me into a lizard? Is that your plan? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, and stuff like that. Like, it, it, it was just such good banter. It was so well yeah. done. But, um, so, um, do, should we talk about Green Goblin before we get to, um, yeah, I mean, let's again, do it. spoilers, so, obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, as soon as he walked into, Feast, which is the oh, dude, Feast! Oh, I love it. Oh, I did too. It's so good. When they showed it, I was like, "Dude, man, he's looking at Feast." To my wife, and she's like, "What's Feast?" And I was like, "What, Doctor? Oh man, Mister Negative. Don't worry about it." Um, so <laughs> I know. I almost thought. I I almost thought for a split second it was gonna be Mister Negative, right? For like, you know. So yeah. But we uh, but we walked in and then. As soon as he was like, I don't know, I'm just this helpless guy. I was like, uh-uh, I know this boy. He pulled this <laughs> one before. But but they, they do such a good job at making you buy into it. Because he just is that for so long in the movie. You're like, oh, well. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, you never know. This is great. This is great. But Will- William Defoe, though. Dude. He's William freaking crazy man. So, so good. So good. Cause he just plays that like, yeah, like I'm just this you know, oh yeah, like I can help you and you know, like cause Norman Osborn in the in the first Spider Man movie, he plays kind of three things where it's like right. you know, I'm this I'm this powerful executive scientist, you know, extraordinaire right. I'm now the Green Goblin, the Psycho, and I'm this, you know, oh, no, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, get out of my head, you know, kind of thing. The whole, like, it's Gollum if Gollum was also Gordon Gekko. Right. Right. You know? But also, you're a greaseball, like, businessman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's you know it's it's he's such a good versatile actor to play all those, and then yeah, you you really you buy into a lot of it, and he's like super helpful, and you know getting all the information and stuff like that. But then when they're fighting in Happy's apartment complex, and he's just punching it, uh, Peter, Spider Man, whatever. Tom Holland is just punching him in the face and he just comes back just smiling. Uh-huh. Good gravy that is terrifying. <laughs> Cause like yes. it just goes that like, you know, Peter has to pull his punches for like the majority of people, and they could have upped it just a just a skosh. 
if he he was punching him and he just like was laughing or whatever right. and so he just like punches him and he is like his head's like hitting the concrete and just breaking the concrete you know behind him or even just like you know splintering right. the wall or something but he's just like so it shows that peter's not really pulling his punches as much you know what i mean where he's like i'm trying to put you know go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go, you know like right they only really do that for the hulk to prove that the hulk is really just like he's stronger than the world around him he can literally be beaten into the ground Whereas I think if they did that a little bit, it would have been like, oh my gosh, this guy is formidable for right. sure, you know? So I think, yeah, I think that would have just done a little bit more where it's just like, you know, or if he had said something, he's like, I wasn't pulling my punches on him. Like he shrugged off everything, you know, kind of, but um, no, I think that was, that was, Oh, such a good fight scene, though. Yeah, so man. good. And then we do get to the death of Aunt May. Oh. Did you think she was actually gonna actually gonna die? Like fully, well, fully? when she first got hit, I was like, "Ah, oh, she's dead." <laughs> but then I, I was, I was yeah. like, "There's no way." But yeah. then they have that whole scene, and she's seems fine, and. And again, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing with the Norman thing. You, you expect one thing, and then they're like, "Just kidding, it's this," and you're like, "Oh, she's gonna make it. She's fine. She's all right." Nah, mm-hmm. just kidding. We that was a double whip. <laughs> that was a double fakie. Yeah. She did die. And you're like, "Oh no!" Like you, mm-hmm. you, you set it up. So I was like, "She's dead," and then you're like, "Nah, she's fine." And you're like, "Oh, soul relief." Just kidding. You're an idiot. She actually died. <laughs> right. Uh, which made it almost more devastating as if mm-hmm. that she was fine enough to have that whole conversation. And then, oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I think, uh, okay, I'm going to say I freaking cried. I freaking cried multiple times during this movie. Yeah. I am I am so soft at this point. Like it is it is sad. But like dude, I cried dude, don't, you don't have to apologize <laughs> for the way you feel. <laughs> but like I'm just like sitting there and it's just like No dude. Yeah. They it was definitely some teary teariness. Cause here's the thing. Like we get Spider Man's origin of like, you know, Uncle Ben, and then we get Spider-Man's origin of Uncle Ben, and then finally they're just like, nope, we're skipping all this. Right. And everything. Because you don't have time to connect with Uncle Ben. Like, you have have half of the movie at most, usually like the first third, to get with Uncle Ben. To get right. to know Uncle Ben, right. and even even the great Martin Sheen can't pull off a effective Uncle Ben, you know. Right. But you put Marissa Tomei in three movies, and you you gotta love her. You gotta love her, and you gotta know like this how they depend on each other and everything. And it's just it's 
it's devastating at that point. And that is like how that's the that's the weight that Uncle Ben is in his life. You know what I mean? It's right. It. I mean, it's it's really hard when you're just like, I mean, I'm trying to tell this story, but everybody I introduce, like, you know, I introduce them for a reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And that's that's not how your life works. You know, you you don't have these, you know, uh, Chekhov's guns in your life, and and stuff like that. And that's another reason why this movie does so much for you and I because the Chekhov's guns from the previous franchises are now coming in this third act, right? You know, and so it's it's just it does so good, and that's why I say Kevin Feige is my hero because he took a movie f- uh, studio and he said, "I'm going to tell this story over ten years, and it will be awesome." Yeah, and it ended up the you know biggest well, movie ever. It's just one you know? of those things that Marvel Comics has been great at for a long time. What's the source mm-hmm. material and what kind of great story can I now make pulling mm-hmm. from that source material and incorporating well, even, it in? Because, mm-hmm. you know... Even look at it, the first, Mary, Mary Jane... Right? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Kevin had nothing to do with the first five movies of Spider-Man. Kinda. We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. Well, but like... Yes. But not... But, yeah. but Sony had full rights at that point. He might have right. been... You know, in some mm-hmm. advisory kind of positioning or whatever, but he he didn't tell those stories. Right, exactly. So he didn't have control. That's that's right. yeah, exactly. But so, but uh, but he he's made them his with this movie, and incorporated the men mm-hmm. and tied it all together in a nice culmination of all Spider Folk bow, <laughs> which is no small feat. Right. So so yeah. So oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, just roll with it so yeah so I mean not to get too much into this the whole thing with like like Mary Jane is hinted at like they're like we have to create this awesome love interest for Peter right and we're gonna hint you know we've we've, we've burned a couple of girlfriends by now burned or killed a couple of girlfriends <laughs> by now <laughs> but uh-huh. like we're not even gonna show her face so they 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 knew they know how to build it up, right? Well, yeah, to where it actually—that's such a good becomes... parallel from the comics, just to begin with. Because Mary Jane right. was just like every now and then you'd hear about her freaking and Watson mm-hmm. next door. I got the daughter. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So but yeah, they and so, so many of those so yeah, elements so they, that they they did it in their own way, mm-hmm. but but calling back and paying homage to the to the OGs. Anyways, yeah. So so they do they do all that, and then they um, so yeah. So the, so they have 
uh, MA, and I mean, it hits so much harder. Oh, it's yeah. so good and everything. And uh, again, you know, Aunt May needs, in my opinion, as we mentioned with, you know, One More Day, Aunt May just needs to die. <laughs> like, like, this is the first Aunt May that I didn't want to die. Because <laughs> when Aunt May is fighting Doc Ock, you know, it's like, she's so old. <laughs> and like, and everything, like, you know. Um, but anyway, um, I'm just thinking of all all the old Aunt May moments are so good. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, and so anyway, so Aunt May, and it was brutal. And then we get the awesome introductions, I think, of like our two other main characters, we'll right. say. You know, like don't don't get me wrong, I think, you know, and MJ and Ned were great and their right. roles and all that kind of different stuff um, and their little quips and so on. But just like pulling Andrew Garfield out of the middle of nowhere, you know, and he just like I steps know. through the portal and everything from his very first line or not very first line, but from his very first thing where he's just like, so the multiverse and, uh, it's like a string theory that's all real. Knew it. <laughs> just <laughs> no. like stuff. Just he things was... like that where you're just like, he's, he's, it, it just overwrites, every, it's just such a good line to be like, it's perfect for the character because he's gonna know all that, you know, oh, yeah. stuff and the theories and everything. And then the fact that he's just like, I am 100% accepted of where I am. Like, yeah. you know, it's not, it, it's, it's, very on par with um, the Spider Verse, where um, where he's just like a goober, you know, like right. <laughs> just like I, I always make it. It's a key or a pull code, or you know, it's like the thing, you know. And it was just so much like, yes, this is I, I'm on board. What? And then they're like, prove it. So he's just like, I'm not gonna prove it. It's just, and he's he jumps up and sticks to the ceiling, and they're like, crawl around. And he's like, no, this is enough. <laughs> like that, I always thought of him. He's the too cool Spider-Man, right? Like, like Tobey Maguire with the black with the symbiote is like too weird, <laughs> too cool. <laughs> but he he's always been like, I'm cool. Like I'm tripping on Flash Gordon or Flash Gordon, Flash Thompson. I'm riding my skateboard in the hallway. You know. Right. I got I got my sweet suit with my Oakley glasses, you know, Oakley, uh, whatever, like I, I pieces or whatever. But like that was just perfect for him to just be like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like, well, he was definitely enough. the quippy, the quippiest of the Spider Man, which really, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, is a huge facet of the character historically is when he puts a suit on mm -hmm. he's a quip master you know and when he's right. out he's he, like I'm cool now he's yeah. a nerd and nobody <laughs> likes him but uh, right so uh, Andrew was always really good at that mm -hmm. so I, I yeah. did I did you know I liked everything that he did in this movie yeah because I mean if you kind of put it in in kind of the Spider-Man personalities you got cool Spider-Man 
uh-huh. Andrew Garfield. Uh-huh. You got like, um, I don't know, like. I don't want to call him naive necessarily, but like Tom Holland, Spider-Man is very much like, Whoa. Oh my gosh. You know, like Mm -hmm. he's, he's very like wide eyed and it, and to be fair, it's because like his first quote unquote adventure that we see him in, he's fighting Captain America, right? This huge icon. He's with Tony Stark. He's fighting. Well, you have a metal arm. Like, you know, like all those, Right. All these fantastical things that the other Spider-Men didn't deal with. They were the coolest, unless you think of their villains, like people in their universe, right. you know? And so, yeah, so he was very much like, I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to rag on you, uh, Andrew Garfield. And then Toby was very much just like, I mean, I don't want to call him like the punny one. But I mean, like, just like, here's your change. And like, just like little, little quotes like that. Like he, he was, he was more of just like, I don't know, a little bit like more jokey as opposed, as opposed to teasing. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of. Well, it was almost like. Anyway. It was almost, yeah. More like he was trying to pull off the quips, but it wasn't quite landing. Right. You know. Right. Exactly. He he's the dad jokes. I mean, right. Of, right. of it, really. Right. And so um but yeah, so I think that's uh and but they they're written the exact same way and everything and then when you see Toby show up and um then they like immediately are like like this guy and like they kind of go in there they're like <laughs> you know like like you know uh, battle mode i guess you know right. for for that split second and everything and then it's like can you clean up these webs and it's just like oh sorry sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> grandma was great <laughs> yeah uh, but um but yeah i think um i i love and I love the fact that they they are completely different individuals. Yeah. They look different. They're different ages. They have all their different experiences in their different universes and stuff like that, right? But they're still linked in that Peter Parker personality. Right. Where they're just like, even the thing where it's just like, where would he go? It's like, is there a place he would go? Like, you know, a church or it's like, oh, yeah, I went to the Chrysler building. It's like, oh, Empire State Building. It's like, you know, it's like better view, like that kind of thing where it's just like, it's like, yeah, yeah like you got a lot of problems. You're going to want to go somewhere to think about them. That's what we do. <laughs> you know, like we find bell towers or, you know, p- perches or something right. somewhere. Well, uh, with a lesser creative team behind it it could have been so easy for the spider-man to all kind of just like be the same thing oh yeah you know what i mean Mm-hmm. 100 but you're absolutely right they're distinct enough that they are their own character and yet can still have these commonalities that don't wash them together into one thing 
mm-hmm. um, but tie them together rather. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and they're they're meeting with him on the school oh my gosh. school roof. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's it, so good. It's very good. It just because again. Oh, sorry. Can I jump back just real quick? Yeah. To something completely random before yeah. everything. <laughs> Matt Murdock. Hello. Freaking Brian Cox. <laughs> uh, Charlie Cox. Uh, yeah. Charlie Cox. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I went to see this. I went to see this with a friend. Um, I went to see this with JB. And um, we're watching it, and you know, I knew he was rumored to be in it, and everything like that. And so right. he's he's in it. They say Matt Murdock, and I'm like, yes, okay. So this is happening. The Defenders verse is part of this, right? And, you know, this is we're, we are we are we are linking literally everything together, and this is amazing. And then it's like, and then he catches the brick. Right, right, and and JP's just like, whoa! He's like, what the heck was that? I'm like, you know who that is, right? He's like, I'm like Matt Murdock, Daredevil from Netflix, and he's just like, do I have to watch that? I'm like, bro, come on, man! I can't be explaining this stuff to you. I was like, I was like, oh man, you're. I'm like, I mean, I'm not operating at a hundred percent. Let's be perfectly honest. Like, I don't know everything about all the different, you know, superhero stuff. But I mean, like, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, like this is the thing you want to be like. Here's a little thing. Here's a little, a little right. thing about it. You know, like this is for you like, fans. Like, exactly. So like, uh, so yeah. So like. Netflix is now brought in in some form or another into right. this, right? Right. So we could get Iron Fist in the next, you know, Shang-Chi movie, or we could get, you know, Jessica Jones floating in here, or Luke Cage, or whatever. Right. Um, um, and all that kind of different stuff. We can have, um, it, and now we have, you know, all the different Spider-Men linked together. So we got like not even the Marvel Studios, but like you know, reaching way back to that and everything. And so, um, this is what I was saying about Kevin Feige: is Kevin Feige was he was um, a producer way back in like two thousand. So uh-huh. he was he was in the movie, the Marvel movie business when they were selling off their things for like you know, a million dollars a pop, right? Uh-huh. All their different, right. you know. So he was not a huge part, but he he was in the game when Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man came out. Right. And then specifically when Amazing Spider-Man came out, he gave Sony notes on how to do this reboot. And like what they would should do and how they should introduce these characters and they really? rejected like from the Sony email leaks. Do you remember that? A couple years ago? Yeah. There was emails, but 
there was emails from back and forth from Kevin Feige, and Get they out. they they totally blew him off. I didn't know that and everything. So he basically is like, so the, "These are your notes," and they're like, "Nah, thanks, bro." Yeah, it's like, what do you know? You, it's like you made a couple of, you know, uh, X Men movies, and you know, whatever, whatever. This is our character. We're gonna do whatever we want with him. And so then he's like, he's like, I'm gonna do this. Like, I don't know his whole thought process, but it's just like in my mind, it is like, I'm gonna show, or, or like, it's like, I'm gonna build it from scratch. I'm tired of this like bull crap. I'm gonna create my own studio. And I'm, gonna make, <laughs> I'm gonna make this. And it's going to be what it should be. And he starts with Iron Man, and he certainly does Thor. Right. And he he learns some things along the way. Let's that's you know he's not you know perfect or whatever. Right. But like he then makes he ma- then makes the Avengers, and it earns like you know a hundred billion dollars. And he's just like, yeah, you see what I can do with fi- with five years. It's like now give me five more, and he builds it and builds it, and he comes to Endgame, and it's the biggest movie. And I cry again. It's just like so crazy awesome when like, you know, like so many payoffs of like picking up the hammer and like I am Iron Man, all those kind of crazy good things. And then he just like, I could just see him just like sitting there like, what are you going to do next? He's like, I'm going to do what should have been done 20 years ago. And he just reaches all the way back to freaking 2002 and grabs Tobey Maguire and pulls him into this thing and he's like, I'm going to give this man the redemption that he should have gotten and I'm going to bring Andrew Garfield along for the ride. <laughs> like, yeah, it, is. it is just so good. Just that scene on the roof when they're just like, like pouring out their little like it's like you know Uncle Ben and Aunt or and you know Gwen Stacy and you know like it's just so freaking good that they they have like such good backstories that you don't have to like rehash it is just the mere mention yeah. of losing a girlfriend that you're like Gwen Stacy man like you couldn't save her she died like that sucks <laughs> you know like it was yeah. it was the best thing and we didn't have like a great thing but they they made me care more about Gwen Stacy in that one line than the entire two movies well you know the, i mean that's part of the way the comics work though too if you think about it like yes the the, when Gwen dies in the comic books, like that is weighty because there's a lot of buildup to it, right? Mm-hmm. But how right. much look back has happened since to add even oh. more gravity to what sins of the that past? Was, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, and that's just mm-hmm. what this is doing, you know. Without having to even say very many words, you've added all this gravity and time to the Gwen mm-hmm. thing that it still haunts the man. You right. know? And that's you're just like thing. that's yeah. it right there. That's it right there. And that's the thing that like the Uncle Ben aspect 
of Spider-Man, right. his whole origin and stuff like that. That is the, you know, the burden on his back that the comics do so well. Because yep. the comics just compound his problems. And they did it really well in the Raimi-verse where it's just like, this kid can't catch a break. Right. Like, he's trying to fix his bike and the wheel just goes out the window. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to um, make one like, delivery. Yeah, and he to can't save his job, and do he it. can't do that. It's pe- right, pizza like, time. Yeah, like it's it's just they do a good job in that to where it's like you know Ben or Uncle Ben is is you know it's weighty, but like even just bringing back you know Flint Marco in Spider Man Three to be the actual guy that shot uncle Ben is just like, so this guy died for nothing. Like this guy wasn't the guy, you know? Right. Like that was like a good tie back and stuff. And then the, the back and forth between him and Mary Jane is so good because it's like, it's not a perfect relationship. It's not, you know? Right. Oh man. I was okay. I was, I was watching big bang theory recently. We were watching it. Uh-huh. And the, when, when Sheldon quotes the, um, I know what kind of man I want to be line and stuff. Like he just starts it and he's just like, I just like started like, I'm just like going straight into it. I'm like, Oh, it's so good. Like that is so good. It's like when I look into her eyes, she looks back in my, it's, like, it's, it's so good. And so good. But like, he, it's this duality of life that, that, they share with him, with with Tom Holland's character, it just is so poignant. Like, the only people that really understand what you're going through are these two other guys. Oh, yeah. Even and they've your been closest going friends it. who've been with you mm-hmm. and understand that a little bit, are it's not the same thing. To the mm-hmm. point where, you know, yeah. obviously at the end of the movie, he's got to leave them behind. Mm-hmm. And he becomes right. the true Spider-Man that we all know who can't let the people closest to Anybody him in. in because he can't let them get hurt. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Their, their hurt in these movies is literally like, oh, we didn't get into college. Right. You know? Right. Like, nobody... I mean, not even Liz we were in danger in the first movie, right? Yeah, we were in danger overseas, but you know, it's fine. But yeah, yeah, it's not because you're Spider-Man; it's because right, you know, like it's just he ha- like you know that's how Mary Jane figures it out. It's like, well, you're Spider-Man because every time something happens, it's not the other way around, you know? Right? Like, yeah, and so. Um, but yeah, so we so we get them, and just that that scene on the roof is so good, and then they they go to figure out, and just that the the building montage is so good, so good. Because uh-huh. again, just like how you can have Doc Ock and you know uh, what's the name uh, Osborne like helping out to build you know the little things and whatever. Like, these guys just go at it. It's just like, all right, 
Dr. Connors wants, and I can do it again. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Just give me that give me that aluminum water bottle over there. Like, well, like let's do it this. Another great part yeah. about Spider-Man, he's got powers, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, but some of his most classic storylines, comic book-wise, he has to solve with his brain. Like, he goes and he fights mm-hmm. the first time and he gets he gets whooped. And he's got to go back mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I got to think about this with the with the mind need, here and, and think of I an need angle. asbestos, yeah. I need asbestos in my webbing to combat Molten Man. Right. And, like, I need, um, like, electrical, you know, like, I need, it's like, you know, whatever he does in, in Spider-Man 2 right. where it's like, oh, well, he fried my web, my web shooters because with electricity, I need to insulate them and stuff like that. Exactly. Well, and, and I think again, just, this is like the whole arc of this movie is bringing Tom Holland to the original Spider-Man archetype, you know, to Mm -hmm. be able to solve the problem with our brains. Let's lose somebody we care about. Yeah. Somebody super significant. Right. Cause yeah, uncle Ben's dead, but, whatever right but you he know. didn't have anything to do with that and right and let's let's isolate spider-man to the point where he doesn't feel like he can have an outside life and let mm-hmm. anybody in like that's he's too successful right well not really i mean he he missed the decathlon and all that kind of <laughs> you know he didn't get to go on his you know trip and give mary jane the the thing, uh, the Black Dahlia, and all that kind of stuff. But right, um, but yeah, I think them just it, them just talking about their powers too. Yeah. So yeah. good. <laughs> and they're just like you just just comes out of you. <laughs> like, oh, gross! <laughs> like and but well, they're still they're the, fascinated because it's the like payoff. From someone who yes. saw the verse movies, where you were just like, "Well, he could have done the, they could have done the web shooters," to then this, right. and you're like, "Nah, it was all worth it." Like just for that, <laughs> exactly. <scene. laughs> just, just like there's like it's like a three parter. Like yeah. they, they they mention it, and then they like they they talk about. It's like I'm I'm like I'm done, <laughs> or it's like I don't want to talk about this anymore. And then I'd have to rewatch it, but is it? Who gets hit in the face with webbing? Because some, it's, I I want to say it's Andrew Garfield, but it might be Tom Holland. I think it. Spider-Man. I think it is. I don't. That's what I wanted. To you say. think it's before you it's said Andrew, Andrew Garfield? That's what I wanted to say that it, yeah. it was him. Who yeah, did, that he but. he gets hit in the face with Tobey Maguire's, and he's like, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like I know where mine comes from. I know the chemical makeup of mine. I don't right. know what the goo is. This. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Uh, and then, like, yeah, they're like, because of the tingle. It's like, yeah, we all got the tingle and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they have that little like montage of them just like putting everything together, and then you know they got their little their little plan and and all that kind of different stuff. Um, I think also like yeah, they have their little meeting in the scaffolding and stuff like that right. uh, where they're just talking about their villains and stuff where it's just like well, I, th- 
I fought an uh, like an alien. It's like an alien. It's like yeah, this black goo thing. <laughs> it's just like it's like I thought an alien in space, and it's just like man, I haven't done anything. And they don't they call him amazing. They're yeah. like you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like nice, <laughs> nice. Oh, it's so good. It's so good because it just again, it is just sitting there in a room, just being like. Well, what would these guys talk about? It's like, well, he would talk about, like, you know, like, aliens from space. And it's like, oh, you want to talk about aliens? It's like, yeah, but Andrew Garfield has nothing to say. And it's like, let's write it in there. <laughs> like, you know? It's like, oh, it was so good. It just, it hung a lantern on so many different little things with it that, um, I, I mean, oh, yeah, it, was, it was just epic. It was just so good in so many different aspects and then um i mean it was a little ex machina with or deals next machina with the strange coming back and everything i did kind of like the fact that chain or that chain was that uh ned could have the sling ring could use the ring powers. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because he's just kind of like, well, he just does this. And it's like, oh my gosh. You know, because Strange just, it's not like you don't have to be magical. You just learn it, right? I mean, like, that's kind of Strange's whole deal. Right. Is he Right, just, he learned he how to do it. There. Right. Right. And, you know, he was opposed to magic as much as probably most, you know, men of science would, would have been and everything. So, um, but, uh, the box, I wasn't the biggest fan of the box, just like push the button kind of thing, you know, mm. having this, this MacGuffin kind of like, oh, this is our fail safe and everything. Um, and then there's, there's uh, like, there's three things that I have questions about. Okay. First, they cure Sandman and leave him in. The Statue of Liberty, uh-huh. <laughs> but Elect- Electro is still going, and he shocks the shiz out of like uh, Andrew Garfield, and then like, but he's like hanging on the Statue of Liberty, like he's dead, right? <laughs> like he, he's got. If he was still sand, because he was he was fighting, you know, he was he was helping capture him when he was sand, you know, and that was kind of cool, and I like his arc. We didn't really talk about it very much, but I like Flint's kind of thing where he's just like, I just want to get back, you right. know, like, right. like how, whatever pushes that button faster, like, let's do this, you know, I got to get back to my daughter. <laughs> Such a terrible, like, <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, and, and there's a couple things with that. Like, did he know he, he, I don't know if he knew Peter Parker. He just knew his face because he just kind of like sees him and then he just like drifts away. Right. Or, or does he know because he told him he was his Uncle Ben? Like, I don't know. I, I, I'd I have don't to know. really investigate it. But yeah. There was a couple then, of I don't those know things because you know, somebody Electro, pointed out I don't that think. Electro yeah. didn't know that he was Peter Parker. And I was like, well. Because he said he, he wished he was black. Yeah, exactly. Or he thought he was black or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, but. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think um, that there's that like unless the whole thing acts as like a Faraday cage, which could work. <laughs> like right. the 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 copper just like you know takes all the electricity. Like that's maybe how he survived or whatever. But like him and the lizard are just like dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, I like Doc Op coming back for sure as a yeah. good guy. You well, know, he get, gets his redemption at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple of little things. Because at the end when he just swings away and leaves Ned and MJ there on the Statue of Liberty uh-huh. Island or whatever. And then when he goes and he like um, goes to, you know, kill the kill goblin kill with his with the glider and all that kind of stuff there's like two lines that would have like totally satisfied me in this respect if when he's talking to strange and he's just like just do it just make everybody forget and he's like it'll be as if peter parker never existed right uh-huh it's fine because Mary, Mary, aunt may's dead right so it's not like he's losing right. years of you know like you know, like, who's my caregiver, right? Kind of, or my guardian or whatever. Right. Um, so the the line that would have fixed him him going away just at the end, instead of staying there and explaining it all to them, right? Because they just would have gone through this harrowing experience where they saw three Spider-Men kicking the crap out of, you know, five dudes, right? Five right. crazy dudes. And they're like, if he if he had been able like he would have just said and been like guys hey, guys I'm Spider Man like you know we're best friends or whatever. What Strange should have said is he he would have been like if he would have been like it's like make them all forget it's well if it's as if Peter Parker never existed he's like it's fine I'll just explain it all to Ned and MJ. He should and Strange came back with it's like. They'll have no loyalty to Peter Parker. There's no guarantee they'll keep your secret. That would have done it for me. What do you think of that? Because then it's like I have to build up my friendship with them before I can reveal I it to them. Attempt it. Yeah, you know. Because yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. Because it would have been like Flash. You know, Flash would have immediately just been like, oh, I know who Spider-Man is, you know. Right. Like, there's no... Yeah. Um, And then the other one would have been when he picks up the glider, he's only really motivated by anger at that point. Right. Right? He needed to say something like... It's your fate to go back to what strange was talking about and how strange will just write off, you know, a hundred people. If it'll save a hundred and one, you know what I mean? Like already died. Yeah. It's very mathematical. And so if he's just like, he's like, it's your fate. And then Toby jumps in. He's like, but we can, it's like we don't have to go by fate, or we pick our own fate, or something like that. Right? You know, it would have been a little bit like, you know, he's he's doing this more rationally than just anger wise. I would have, 
But I, I think the the biggest thing though is the they won't. It's, there's no guarantee they'll keep your secret because that just felt a little weird where he just swings away and you're like, what? <laughs> but, but what did you think of the end when? Uh oh. No, you're good. Yeah. What did you think of the end? How you know he saved Toby jumps in and everything. Well, first Andrew's redemption, right? He yeah. saves MJ. Saves MJ. Like that. And that was a big scene. That had me going a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was and like, then... uh-huh. Um, no, it was good. And I think, you know, again, like, both of them have the wisdom of time on their side. Mm-hmm. They've thought about mm-hmm. these things, and these things have weighed on them for years, right? And just... For them to be able to give him a little bit of that aged wisdom, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, gave obviously purpose and, and some closure to some of the things that they've obviously been dealing with for all this time. So I, for, I was like, Toby has, he has to jump in and be like, uh uh-uh. uh, it's just, you know. Mm-hmm. So no, I like, Oh, I like that. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, but again, the callbacks are so good. So just good. the fact that he's he's just like Andrew Griffith's like. So, are you just like our cool youth pastor, or do you have your suit? <laughs> this is such a good line. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the other thing when they're talking about the uh, what's it called. The webbing and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I got to make mine in the lab. And I like to change them out. And it's just a pain in the butt. And he's like, um, he's like, what about? Uh, yeah, did you ever run out? Like, did, you, did you ever run out? He's like, I did once. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, like, it's all psychosomatic. Existential crisis. Existential crisis. That's what he said. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, man. But uh, he he didn't reference his back, did he? Or does he? My I back. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, no, um, they both did. They both did. Oh, yeah. Remember? Because yeah. he's like, oh, I have a little bit of lower back issue, too. And, oh, yeah, exactly. It's like all the swinging. Yeah. And he's yeah. Just like, uh, yeah. And he's like trying this. And he's like, oh, yeah, because he cracks his back. That's yeah. right. That's what he does. <laughs> he's just like, cross your arms. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. It's so freaking funny. <laughs> oh, man. And just like um, the whole thing with, uh, oh, yeah, I get stabbed. I get stabbed all the time. <laughs> it's just like you're in, you're in a t- crazy amount of pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because that hug, he like hugs him and then everything. And it's just like, yeah, you're, it's like you're in a crazy amount of pain. He's like, yeah. Oh, so funny. So, so so good. Can't get over it. It's, it was, it was, I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it was dang near. It was. And I'm so excited for where it's going to go. Well, yeah. Just all the talks now that Sony is like bringing up about trying to do more mm-hmm. in both of their timeline, like movies for both of them. Yeah. I'm exactly. Like, I mean, it, dude. Yeah, I'm down. 
Shoot. I I love the Sam Raimi verse, and I think it got, you know, totally gypped on having to... Okay, one of the biggest things is what kills a Spider-Man franchise. Too many villains, right? Too many villains uh-huh. is the problem. You know, you slap in three villains in Spider-Man 3, too much. Can't do it. Suck. Like, I mean, it was good. I liked it a lot. But, like, critically crapped out. Right. Okay, let's reboot it. All right, so we're going to do this. Oh, no, we're going to shove, you know, two and a half. I'm counting the rhino as a half. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you referenced the rhino. I'm fighting a guy in a mechanized rhino suit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, two and a half people, two and a half villains in Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, ruins it. Right. Right? And this one, it's like, how are we ever going to get to a Sinister Six movie? It's like, I get it. You put freaking Kevin Feige in the driver's seat, and he will get you there. Right. He he knows how to build this thing up, and he's just, I can just... Well, and just the fact that he was like, if we can get all these guys, all the groundwork's Laid, which is the Late. biggest issue with adding right. multiple villains in the movie, especially if, if mm-hmm. they've never been introduced before. You gotta you gotta introduce them. You got to do their character development to the point where they're like, "Let's kill Spider Man," and uh, mm-hmm. and there's just not enough time for that. And this, all the groundwork is laid to the point where we don't need to know any more about them. Where the the, the mm-hmm. lines that they can say aren't exposition about where they came from so much as the mess a that callback. they're making right yeah. now, you know? Right. Exactly. And so, like, like it is definitely... And I wish it would have been six. I wish they would have gotten, like... Um, I mean, they didn't necessarily have to pull in Venom. I mean, I guess you can count it as that. But well, I mean, and technically, the Sinister Six didn't really happen since Octavius was good <laughs> at, the, at that point, right? But in any, in any way you slice it, if they had thrown the the, the vulture in, right? Because he knows, right? Right. So if he had busted out or something or other, but like, um, it's it's just it's like you said. Like I'm not gonna bur- I'm not gonna waste all this, you know, all this pipe that's been laid. <laughs> you know, it's right. just like let's just get if it. We can gone. use it. Like, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's 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 just such a good way to to cap. You know, it's not necessarily even capping this off. It's anything. It's opening it up again, right? But it's it it is the yeah. hubris that went into this that just paid off so well. It's just mind-boggling to me it's amazing you know it it, it's just like you said it's like well like we can't get all these people it's like we're going to get all of them well it's not gonna work unless we can it's like it's like we're gonna have him fighting five it's like five guys no we're gonna have three spider-man it's like you're gonna get andrew garfield to lie for months (laughs) like up to a year about this oh my gosh he going back and watching some of that stuff like, he did an, an amazing job. Because... Like, I mean, he said he said so many times, like, I didn't get a call. 
I didn't get a call. And like, that's a Photoshop. I want to, I want to go back and see if it's like, this was released by somebody as an actual Photoshop. So he could literally say it's a Photoshop, right? It's not an actual production. Like this, like this studio hired somebody to like Photoshop it and drop it. Well, do you right? know, do you know the story? So, so it's not photoshopped. Maybe it's no. the scene where they're on the scaffolding <coughs> and they're talking about, mm-hmm. and it's they're talking about his webs again. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it's the it, I know the exact when it came up on the screen. I was like, that's it. That's the picture right there. You know? Mm-hmm. But the, did you? There was a dude on the internet who made a YouTube video about how it was photoshopped. Mm. He was like, everyone's that. saying that's photoshopped, let's look at it, let's dissect it. And he made this fake video saying that, yes, it was really photoshopped, but it wasn't. And he knew it wasn't. He's just like, uh. he was like, it was deep faked and all this stuff. And uh, mm. do, you, do you ever watch any other Corridor crew stuff? Yeah. So they made a video after words like totally debunking like his video because they're like the, they're like look at the deep fake like array here they're teaching the computer what spider-man looks like by using like the source footage of this picture <laughs> like that's not how it works, oh, wow. that's not how it works. Yeah. you know you can't deep fake a deep fake with the mm. information from that deep fake like that's not how it works right um, so I knew that it wasn't Photoshop because of that video and but I didn't watch the original video, but they pointed out a couple of things and then I was like, Oh, that's amazing that this guy was just like, everyone says it's Photoshop. Like, I'll just make a video saying it is, I'll just, you know, add to the, add to the lie here for fun, basically. So. Cause like there's, there's that. And there's the fact that he kept saying like, you know, I didn't get a phone call and stuff. Uh-huh. I would love to for it to have been an email and or Kevin Feige just showing up at his house. Oh, I'm sure it was just like <laughs> you know he didn't get a call. It's like I didn't get it. Or it was probably like I didn't get a call. Yeah, your agent got the call, <laughs> and then he went to a meeting. Yeah, exactly. Like you know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but still, I think um, I think they pulled it off. Spoilers or no, I think the spoilers, the fact that they kept it so under wraps meant that all those little things, all the little jokes mm-hmm. played so well. Oh, yeah. And because they could have easily marketed this as, we're going to have all these guys, and then it's like, and they're going to talk about the web shooters, and they're going to talk right. about, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, and, but, and I wouldn't by any means put it past Marvel and Sony that like they released all the leaked stuff to be like, you know, and be like, Hey, listen up, Andrew. So sorry. We're going to leak this photo and this video of you from the movie out. Um, and and you're going to have to lie to your face. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, here are some talking points or whatever. And I'm sure they armed them with as much stuff as they could, but like, I wouldn't put that past them at all because the hype for this movie was so high because of all of the rumors 
obviously. Um, and, and I just want to say, like, <clears throat> for me, like, there, there, there's the whole thing on, you know, is Tenet going to, like, Tenet will dictate, like, the resurgence or death of cinema, of theaters, right? Uh-huh. Like, like Christopher Nolan's Tenet was, like, supposed to do that and everything. If anything, this brought cinema brought theaters oh, back yeah. for me because it was it's just like there's no way i'm gonna wait to like every a, every other show no, yeah to have a post-covid movie have the second highest opening weekend ever is amazing mm-hmm. um ridiculous amazing yeah and so that's this this is what it is and i'm so glad that sony and disney and everything are are like this is how we make money like i'm sorry seriously but you're like this is this is the one time where it's just like okay everybody just shut up <laughs> just shut up this is how you this is how you please your fan base this is how you will make money right and and they did and it's great so good but oh <sighs> and then could, we could keep going forever and i think we can't yeah. This is a long episode. <laughs> yep. So and it's only two segments. I kind of hope that everyone to it at who is to this point did it in chunks, hadn't seen the movie yet, so stopped it and came back and listened to the rest of this <laughs> as an independent thing because that uh, would be the way to do it. But uh, yep. Oh my gosh! Amazing. Well, so good. Thanks so much, everybody. Um, we hope that you'll listen again, then we'll give you that triggered memory. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll call it right now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye.